Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So, hey, good morning to you, Gary. How you doing? Hey, John. How's it going? I'm okay. Did did you hear what I was uh, saying in the last half hour about the famous I, I had person? to run back to my desk to record. I heard a little bit before I had to turn it down to record I, at my desk that you saw somebody that w- I would have been excited about last You night. would have been excited. I was excited. Now, I kept my composure. The people who were at the table with me were all, they didn't flip over the table and freak out, but it was, you could tell. They were like, oh, my God, look who it is. And I, I so desperately want John, to tell you who it is. John Reed, too, school for, too cool for school. Look at you. You can tell me off the air. Yeah, well, I'll tell you off the air. Okay. I think you'll be impressed. This this is a and it's it's a it's I'm, I'm a big tease for not actually telling you who it is. But that's a hint. Here I'll give you another hint. This person was a star and they wore a star. But don't say the name if you if you think you know who it is, don't. And that's as close as I can get to the hint. Um yeah. Yeah, you pro- that probably gave you a big hint, Gary. But anyway, <laughs> I'll pick it up as the show unfolds. I, I do feel like I shouldn't violate somebody's privacy, which I probably just did by saying that. But anyway, well, you, there are a few people who wore the star, so you, yeah, you haven't yeah. like narrowed it down completely yet. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. I appreciate it. Hey, we're live this morning. A special edition of Read on the Road from Lexington, Virginia. At the George's Inn in Lexington. Man, this place is super nice. Wow, who knew? How nice is this? Like five star, really very, very elegant uh, here right in the center of Lexington. We're here for the mock convention, which has been going on at Washington and Lee University for 115 years. And I'll tell you more about that as the um, show unfolds today and tomorrow. The mock convention, the governor's coming to speak. Uh, the former Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo, is coming to speak to the students, and they pick the presidential nominees and then uh, have this public dialogue about how the election will unfold. And it's, uh, it's really interesting that this has been going on for so long. So we'll talk about that as we continue, but I don't want to leave our guest holding. You know, every Friday we check in with Jordana Miller, our ABC News correspondent who is live in Jerusalem uh, covering the war there and uh jordana i appreciate you holding and of course joining us on friday what is the reaction to president biden saying that israel's behavior is over the top it can't be good and good morning to you 
Good morning. Well, there hasn't really been an official response, and I don't think we'll get one. I think the Israelis understand that President Biden is under some political pressure. Uh, it's an election year. You know, polls have shown that, you know, the war, his support of the war here is uh, taking a toll on his numbers and some demographics. Um, so, you know, I, I don't think that it's going to, I mean, certainly it's not welcomed by the Israelis, but I think they're smart enough to know there's a lot of factors mm-hmm. uh, at play here. And, you know, they're in the middle of a war and there's, you know, there's a lot, uh, there are a lot of other pressing issues. Yeah. There's, there's a war on the ground and then there's the ongoing propaganda war, 126 days of, of actual war. And then, you know, decades of propaganda. And so this morning, preparing to talk to you, I was looking at some of the other websites. Like Al Jazeera is talking about um, snipers killing innocent civilians, they say, in front of a hospital. 21 civilians supposedly shot down. Now, when I see a story like that, is that true? Is there more to the story? Or is there a real abuse going on? So I think... We always have to take what Al Jazeera reports with a grain of salt, Mm -hmm. Um, though sometimes their reporting is accurate. Um, You know, there is a very strong propaganda campaign going on during this war, Uh, you know, and part of that is to demonize the Israeli army. Um, And it's a short jump from years of propaganda about the army. Um, Does the army make mistakes on the ground in Gaza? Are civilians killed sometimes by accident? Yes, they are. It's war. That is a, um, that's a mistake that all armies make during war. Somehow, Israel is held to an unbelievable standard. There should never be a bad apple that puts out something, you know, distasteful or, you know, frankly, disgusting on social, um, you know, social media. Um, there should never be someone who says something extreme, even though this is a democracy. So Israel's held to very high standards. I can tell you that it is clear that Hamas terrorists operate around every single hospital in the Gaza Strip. And, um, you know, there are people, they are engaged in fierce combat around hospitals Inside, they found weapons and tunnels and command and control centers and intel. And so I haven't seen the specific clip that you're, you're um, referencing, um, but it's, it's very possible that civilians could get caught up in um, fighting between Hamas militants and the IDF around hospitals. Yeah. It's entirely possible. In the same way that some civilians get killed during... IDF military raids in the West Bank when teenagers rush out to support, you know, support others in the street, and there's a lot of gunfire and they get killed. Yeah. There's just no movement at this point to end this, you know, from what I'm reading. Would you agree with that? They're, they're, they're not putting down their weapons in Gaza saying, please show mercy on us and don't don't continue this. There, there's still a belligerent fight in these people. Is that correct? That is correct. I mean, Hamas is not 
They haven't been broken yet. They've taken a serious hit in more than four months of war, but their battalions in the south of the Gaza Strip and Khan Yunus, and especially in Rafa, mm-hmm. that border area between Gaza and Egypt, there's still several um, brigades there that are intact, uh, and that is Israel's next challenge is to get to that area. But there's 1.2 million Gazans there, so it is you know, going to be very complicated. Maybe Israel's going to wait and try to move some of those people out before they go after, um, before they go after Hamas in those areas. Maybe some of the Hamas leaders will sneak out to Egypt uh, if the tunnels there are still operational. Israel believes some of them are. Yeah. So it's you know it's dicey, but Hamas. You can see from the demands that Hamas put on the table in this opening round of negotiations for a hostage release deal and ceasefire, that they clearly feel they are in a strong position. Otherwise, they wouldn't have made such extraordinary demands. Right. Ones that are even unlinked to the, I mean, in the Palestinian mind, they're linked to the war in Gaza. But logistically, technically, an issue about a shared holy site here in Jerusalem right. is, not, is not in the box of the negotiations over Gaza ceasefire yeah. but they added that in too and i and i know you do need to run but real quick last question the hostages yeah you know, when this first started i said oh my god i think these hostages you have to approach it that they're already lost and if you get anybody back it's a blessing and you're lucky but you know we're, how many hostages are still being held and is there any hope that they're coming back home or is or is the attitude souring on that So Hamas is holding 132 hostages. You'll often hear the Israelis say 136 because they're including four, two bodies and two uh, Israelis that were in Gaza before this war. And from this war, it's 132. And we know that 31 of them are bodies. Um, So there's a little more than 100 who we hope are alive. Israel definitely believes that, you know, dozens are alive. There were unconfirmed reports this week that possibly another 20 are not alive, bringing, you know, the number up to 50, and maybe that means there's only about 80 alive. But uh, those are unconfirmed reports and, in some sense, uh, irresponsible reports, I think, that the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal put forward, especially um, there's some moral questions also about those numbers, given that... These are families, 20 families, and they haven't been told their loved ones are gone. Um, so it just creates more anxiety. Am I on that list of 20, my family, or not? As if the nightmare isn't bad enough. Mm, so, goodness. you know, Israel's, Israel's going to try to get you know, whoever's alive out, but um, it seems that both Israel and Hamas are not quite ready to cut a deal yet. You know, Israel still wants several weeks, it looks like, to um, still attack Hamas. And once there is a ceasefire in place, six weeks, eight weeks, it will be much harder to um, to restart the war. Uh, Ten days is different. You know, that was the last, last uh, release right. in November. So maybe we'll see something happen before Ramadan, which begins, which feels like it's around the corner, March 10th. So... Um, no one really wants to see the war going on during Ramadan. It's the Muslim mm. holy month. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, it could that could light 
it could light it could light the whole Middle East up right. with violence and protests and here in Jerusalem that could happen as well. It's it's you know and so maybe that will push the sides to cut a deal. Very interesting. I appreciate you flagging that coming up in March. Jordana Miller, our ABC News correspondent, live in Jerusalem this morning. I appreciate it. Please stay safe, Jordana. Thank you. Thanks so much. Talk soon. Yeah. You know what? I hadn't considered the Ramadan uh, element coming up in March. You know, I, I, I went through a Ramadan um, when I was living in the Middle East, and of course it was at the end of the summer, so the days were long, and it was miserable, 130 degrees outside, and... Um, yeah, the parties at night are really nice. The, the 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 food and everything is really nice, but I can only imagine how hypersensitive uh, Arabs will be if the war is continuing during that period of time. That really could be remarkable. All right, it is six forty-seven. When we come back, I want to play some of the sound bites for you from President Joe Biden last night. They trotted the president out at the White House to prove that he is still on it. And his memory is not faulty, except he just did a disastrous job. I mean, bumbled all over the place, looked like, you know, they put a suit on him, took him out of his hospital gown and put a suit on him. I mean, this is awful stuff here. Bad for the country. And you know what? I almost feel like some of the Democrats are setting him up trying to get him ready to, you know, dump off the ticket. I don't, I don't see how you could think anything other than that. You wouldn't put this guy out to talk to people if you thought he was this bad. We'll talk about it as we continue live from Lexington, Virginia this morning for Read on the Road on News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.